Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's run. Let's go. Let's go. So, I thought, morning listeners. Morning. It's running morning, country morning, on a, morning. Running on a country. overcast but balmy Friday morning. Friday morning. And I thought after our incredible run in the country, I'd be a bit disappointed to be in London, but summer is all over it like a blanket even here, isn't it? Well, it's still hot, even though it's a little bit wet this morning. The weather's yeah. still... I wore still lovely a long sleeve top and it's a mistake. Yeah, I'm doubled up. I ran here fast. You're talking about the different pace of running. It's, it's aerobic, isn't it? I run, I'm running to the sweat at the moment. Right. So, so yeah, I was really hot, and now we stopped for 30 seconds. I'm really cold. So where should we go today? I, I'm an advocate for not too far. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah, I mean, I mean we did a... For us, a longish one. We ended up doing about 13, 40 miles the other day, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that's right. Which was fantastic. Which was really that's good the longest you've run in a while, I would say. Great country, longest was run... It? In a while, and I did a, uh, I had a track session last night. Oh, you've been out since, yeah. Yes. And how was that? Did you? It was really good fun, but it was really intense, short sprints and sprint drills. Yep. Really loads of anaerobic, lactic, yep. acid fun that leaves you a little bit stiff. Are you hurting anywhere specific now? No, no, no. It's just a general. A general ache in the legs. I might yeah. do, I'm going to try and do a park run tomorrow. Is that general feeling that your body says, I don't want to? Yeah, but it's quite nice to to run through it a little bit. Because I didn't run a long way. That's just training, content. isn't it? Yeah. And I feel I'm getting back to a little bit of... Well, I've always had sort of basic speed. I can always sprint a bit. Yeah. Which is why it was quite good fun to go down there. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, it's good fun. How about you? Have you done anything? I haven't been out since then, but yeah. it's only been a couple of days. I did run here. Yes, I noticed. And uh, I and was just tiring because it was coming slightly uphill, and then left field came on, and that was it. And you invited me to to run, because you knew you were going to be like, you invited me to run and meet you. Yeah. Which I declined. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> which shows I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But good um, 
<laughs> but um, it's funny because, like I said, coming out here, I really noticed. Do you remember? I think the last time we went up the Parkland Walk to Highgate Woods, yeah, it was all the leaves were just in there with deep, kind of light, limey green, and it rained. Yeah. And then when we went out around the parks the other day, yeah, we were coughing on the pollen coming off those No, we were. Trees. That was a real cough-a-thon, wasn't it? And then I was in Cheltenham yesterday, and I was going along a place like this, old railway that's now a leafy walk. Yeah. I just realised that the air was absolutely full of tiny aphids and stuff. You know? Right. And then, so next up it will be the little birds. Yeah. It goes rain, leaves, right. <laughs> seeds, insects. We'll come down here next week and it'll be like the birds. But There's clouds of sparrows. <laughs> Get out of the way! But this is amazing, though, isn't it? The way the the trees have grown over this avenue. It's absolutely yeah, yeah. glorious, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You when could I be in Colorado. Cycle back from yours the other day. I always think of it as being kind of wide, quite wide and spacious between Crouch End and Finsbury Park. But it's closed in, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, like it's starting. Little... So the vegetation's closing in. It's lovely. I'm saying it's funny because, obviously, this is an old railway. It's, it's not even an original Victorian one, I don't think. I think it's kind of early 20th century. Right. And yet... As it grows over, it becomes harder and harder to distinguish it from like a medieval Holloway, yeah, yeah. ancient road. The only difference is there's no yew trees because the, the railway guys who laid it out weren't pagans. Right. So I don't feel the need to plant any of those. I'm down here every morning with a dog, so I know every, every bit of this is lovely. I can remember when I first used to come up here because yeah. this is one of, it's a nice run for me. Because before we used to go out, before we used to get further onto Highgate Woods, just to go from my house yeah. to the top of Parkland Walk and turn back. All right, yeah. Is one, it's exactly seven miles. Oh, that's nice, And yeah. two, it's great for an effortless negative split. Yes. Because it's slightly uphill slightly, all the way. Yes. And slightly downhill all the yes. way back. Yes, no, it's nice. And, uh, and that's really good. But I remember when I first used to come up here, I didn't know, didn't know it. Right. So I can remember getting to here and thinking, I must be near the end. <laughs> Oh no, it's another tunnel. It's likely a oh. Because it does, it's got bits that are sort of the same. Yeah. So you get to a bit and you think, oh yeah, this is that bit. And then it's another bit the same half an hour further on. Like, Damn it. But that can't happen anymore. So you, do you feel you've recovered from London completely now? Then I what? I noticed, uh, I don't want to put too much of a erotic subtext to the podcast. Oh, here we go. But your legs are looking pretty good <laughs> away here. When I saw you running towards me, I thought, he's, he's got quite nice pins. Well, I have. Quite, quite defined. I've really been enjoying my... I think that the uh, time off, you know, like no pressure of a deadline after London, combined with how slow and kind of unfit, but a weird kind of unfit, kind of almost not so much unfit as just detached right i felt around london yeah it's kind of bounced back so in this last couple of weeks when i could be thinking oh i really ought to be getting back onto it instead i've kind of got into quite hard exercise for fun right and it's uh, and you've been running a little bit faster naturally so yeah that's right and the, yeah the difference is is cardiovascular isn't it it's, it's yeah. pushing your whole self and doing all my other exercises pretty right. again going at them harder it's quite nice been talking a bit recently, haven't we, about remembering to be thankful for our kind of base level of fitness. Yeah. And it's exactly that. I've taken all the stuff I normally do, which of course is actually quite a lot. Yes. And just ticked the dial like one click. A little bit more. Yeah, so now I feel like I'm really working out hard. Yeah. But because it didn't come for a standing start, 
It's just what I was doing anyway. Right. Just slightly nudged. It's great to feel... I'm feeling it slowly. Just starting to get a bit fitter. A little bit faster. We have a child. We have an invader. Is that a wave or a stop? Hi, mate. Hi. Hi, mate. <laughs> he was running towards us like, like you were supposed to when you were going to intercept me. Yeah. His toddler running with the hand up. I think he was after a high five. Yeah, maybe. It was a wave. Yes. In which case, he really needs to improve that skill. He's no good yeah. at a high five or stop, for God's sake. I must say, when I was marshalling, shut up. Someone gave me a, <laughs> someone gave me a high five. Yeah. That was a real rush, actually. Yeah. I know, yeah. really childish, but he was the only one I got. He was the only one proffered or asked for or received. Yeah. It wasn't like I was hanging out for high fives. Yeah, but they are great. But nice they? to get one. Yeah. And then someone just ran out from behind a bridge and just punched me in the face. Yeah, that's also that's really outrageous. That's empowering for them. Yeah, you it? can't attack Marsh. Here he is. Was that a high five? Or Thank them, ignore them, grunt at them, wave at them, but don't attack No violence. Them. Yeah. No violence. And uh, still planking. I like eating. You're healthy eating. Quite healthy eating at the moment. Trying to eat a little bit less. Yeah. We've lost our... We haven't lost, but our lodger has left yep. the house. So, so you know where he is. We know where he is. He's gone back up But we will be drinking less as a result. Right, yeah. Because he... Lodger stroke He was an enabler. The highest order. <laughs> Great. Gl- and just a normal person who just likes drinking. Morning. Right, mate. Make way for the Iron Man. Yeah. He looked like an Iron Man, didn't he? He did, yeah. Tall, strong, forcefully strong. You remember two minutes ago when I was talking about how fit I feel? Yeah. That man. <laughs> Perspective. I, I'm a sack of potatoes. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> so the drinking's huge. Yeah. You, are you still drinking every night to excess? No, no, but it's right. like, I'm only winding it back. Right. But I think that after my holiday, that's going to get a lot stricter. Yeah. Um, but I also haven't been trying that hard to eat healthy, but I've been so busy. Right. And the kind of eating vegan thing is working out, but just because it's awkward. You know when you're touring? Yes. You go somewhere and you say anything vegan, and they say just the salad. And you say, I love the salad. And the salad's really nice. It's just a way of externalising your own strictness, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and <laughs> like yesterday, I had a nice, uh, I had a really nice actually talking. It wasn't that healthy. It was like a baguette and uh, chips yeah. in this cafe. Really good Vietnamese-style jackfruit baguette. Nice. Spicy. Spicy. Had that about three o'clock in the afternoon when I did this gig. And it was quite a big formal gig with round tables. And right. It was really nice, actually. It was a charity thing. It was quite a special night. So no complaints there. Except for this complaint. Go on. No food. Complaints, Connor. Really? Quite a posh hotel. Yeah. And... It wasn't that they. It wasn't like Farnham. They didn't not give us any of the food they had. Nothing. There just wasn't it. They must have had their dinner. Right. And come to the show. Yeah. And me and the compere was giving me a lift back. We're like, ah, oh, uh, that's okay. We will go down to the road to the shop. Got out of the front of this posh hotel. It's in the middle of nowhere. Really. Nothing. Eventually, when we got to the uh, 24-hour M&S, just the other side of Oxford. Yeah. Got about. 20 past 12. Oh! <laughs> Nothing. I had four pints of hummus. <laughs> Just swigged it back before I decided what I was going to get. That's funny. Busy road, the archway, isn't it? Very busy. Busy archway. Queuing one Coming way. to London. Thundering down the other yeah. way. Let's go this way. Yeah. Uh, 
So let's talk GDPR. No, let's not. Is, is, is today the last day sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't quite understand it. It's people who want to send you emails need permission to keep sending you emails. Exactly. Right. And also to harvest your data. Right. Ah, I went the wrong way. Just going into the woods. Well, that, that's be, quite ironic when you think about we're saying, no, we could never lose my way here. No, we've run here so many times. And then I just ran off in the wrong direction. Mind yeah, you, back I mean, on this downhill. No, that'll be a blessed relief, won't it? Yeah, Most exactly. of those fall away. It's so funny, those ones saying, do you want to keep receiving emails from us? And they're thinking, they're going to say yes. And we're all going, no. no. <laughs> Thank God. So. I saw footage of... Uh, Susie Chan, Sean's Florida Keys 100-mile experience. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's, she's cut together a little sort of seven, eight-minute film. And, uh, whoa, brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutal is not the word. As he thought, is it all like tarmac? All tarmac. Tarmac. Loads of long bridges. Yep. Loads of traffic everywhere. Wow. And it reminds me of when, brutal is it like when Murakami did his running the original marathon and he thought it was going to be kind of part of something and now he's like, no, no. Yeah, you just <laughs> run along the side of the main road. <laughs> you're just on so, your own. So many you just run over the animals. <laughs> yeah, it makes it, obviously makes it a bit harder, but yeah. Yeah. just running through the night. They, they did 100 miles, they ran. Their tactic was to run a mile and walk half, run a mile, walk half. Yeah. For most of it, that was yeah. it. Yeah, good tactic. It was, yeah, it was good. My tactic would be, don't run 100 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying, t- I'm working, I've actually got that in place, and it's working yeah, My tactic great. would be to consider it and then reject it immediately. Yeah, chunk right. it down. I mean, you know, chunk it down to its component parts. Yeah, shall I do any of those miles? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> but she does it. Yeah, it's fantastic. She enjoys it, and I messaged her on Twitter. She said, it's amazing how quickly... You forget the agony yeah, yeah, yeah. and just think it was amazing. And the funniest thing is her partner, Sean, just not saying anything. Yeah. Never said a word in the whole video. Yeah. Just there chugging along with her. He's like, like a, a physical manifestation of a spirit guide. Yeah, he absolutely is, yeah. Really sweet, just there. She's jabbering away on a handheld car. Here we are, mile 50. Not feeling that great, actually. It's just like... <laughs> It's, am- it's amazing. Incredible. And by the end, my goodness, you can just see see the pain of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vassos, after he did the Spartathlon, said he couldn't move his legs for a week. <laughs> Physically couldn't move his legs. Yeah, yeah. That's the very... That's that, tough. That's tough times. That's a very extreme example of the smug ache. Like being yes. on the surface saying, I can't do anything. Yeah. Check me out. Yeah. <laughs> Hill reps. Did they? Did you see them eating anything? Yeah, I th- yeah. I didn't see them. I saw them going into feeding stations, but she didn't do much recording of them scoffing. I'm sure they did scoff quite a bit. They did it in 25 hours. They ran for 25 hours. <laughs> no, just literally the, the, the Jane Fonda um, um, film. They shoot horses, don't they? Came in. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah. yeah the 24 hour dance. Yes. Man. Oh yeah. God. They shoot horses, don't they? Incredible. Yeah. Um, but I must say I got a, a slight temptation for the Race to the Stones. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll, that's a different no, thing, me too. Well, it? it's, it's so beautiful. I think if I felt like I was physically out, no, I found myself cruising through um, the internet looking for tips 
right. on how, to, how you would go about running 100K. Yeah. It's very interesting stuff. The guy, who was the guy blogging, I can't remember what he was from, but he was saying, I was just asking in general, but he was talking about the rest of the stones. Yeah. And he's saying, you've got to just get used to timing your feet. Yeah. It's not pace. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's not even running so much. It's just getting out there for hours and hours and yes, hours and yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, Six, seven, eight hour He training. was very good on chunking it down as well. And I suppose this is the, the most interesting thing about this technique is that it... It's like the way we think of, in a different ways about marathons. Is he said, right, they have the stations yeah. about every 10K. Right. And like, if you're just in Toronto, right, you can run 10K. Yes. So he just ran 10K. Yeah. 10 times. Yes. Never thought about the one after. That's a good and idea. You, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you can imagine that. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can. obviously, sooner or later, that kind of self-trickery it's is going to let you down. Around about the seventh or eighth, but... It's, yeah, it's good because you can always run a little bit further, can't you? And when you're running really far, I mean, he said it's kind of obvious, but you really, you know, if there's any doubt, you hold back the pace. Yeah. And because to have a good pace is not, it's not to go fast, it's to go steady. Yes. So if you go slow enough, basically you're balancing your holding back with how long you can hold out. Yes. So if you go kind of slow and steady enough at the beginning... You might be able to turn around, you know, between and just run seventy and ninety, and still be going at that pace. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all—it's it's just fascinating so easy to imagine. Fascinatingly different yeah. mindset, isn't it? Because with a marathon, you're thinking, how, f- "How long can I sustain the speed of this pace?" Yeah, I mean, I so think like that for a lot of people training for a London marathon who aren't as regular or as keen as us, it's kind of a similar experience because yeah. you know a lot of people training for the marathon are training to get round. Yeah, of course, because it's so Absolutely. very far. Yeah, and in a way, probably what's wrong with some of my marathons in recent years I'm training for pace without training for properly right. for distance right I don't know but what I like about races like Race of Stones is that it's not on tarmac yeah I, th- I think I just find that really just hurts hurtful yeah yeah I find that quite painful yeah well I really felt that in New York I felt that it was harder than London right like physically harder because so, um, pre-moulded concrete just right. old, old roads right like, like they're like they are like rocks, you know. Yeah. And uh, t- um, going right back to what Jason Burns said about how it eventually just gets you in the back of your legs and your legs start to feel like concrete. Yeah. Well, I've never, every other run I've ever tired in, it's been the machine that got tired. You know, it's just, I'm really tired now. Yeah. I feel a bit spacier. I'm not sure I want to run anymore. I'm in New York, just remember the backs of my lower half and half of my legs. Right. Like, oh, I can't do this. It's time to go. And I'm not a legs guy, you know. Legs aren't normally where the problem comes for me. Well, legs aren't the problem. I saw that this morning. Legs, Megs. Yeah. You really We love a bit of soft time up there, don't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice bit of softness. Well, it's somewhere the optimum running place is somewhere between where the trail running that's hard enough that you don't turn an ankle or yeah. go up to, you know, and all uh, the road running that's soft enough that it's a cycle path rather than a slab of 1960s concrete. It's funny, though, to get to the point in running where you can tell the difference of yeah, yeah. softnesses of right. How, how long ago this was laid? <laughs> yeah. I really was the connoisseurs of time. Softness of London. Oh, it's yeah. lovely and soft <laughs> out there on the embankment. That's selling point. But, of course, to train for an ultra, you've got to run, you know, marathon distances. Yes. You know, regularly every week. Yeah, it's the time. Time on your feet. It's time. Time on your feet and time to do it, of course. Yeah. 
And I think it's almost like a uh, particularly for if you're coming to it at a certain point in life, it's almost like a tossed coin whether you're going to get halfway through the training and going, oh, injured, yeah. not doing it, or actually yeah. end up doing the thing. One thing I'll notice. I'd like, sorry, I'd like to talk to my friend, uh, our friend uh, Emily Hallett. Yes. She did the Race of the Stones last year, and she's the quintessential. I think she's an excellent runner. Yeah. But she's the quintessential. Well, I'm not really a runner. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember her coming back from her 100Ks. Of course, you know me, I'm not really a runner, but <laughs> yeah. I think you are. Yes. So it'd be interesting to know what her take on that is. It's that sort of new experience as people get naturally slower. It's, it's funny on this. Is this dog, is the dog and its walker up in the tree? Do you think that's what's happened there? Yeah, I think they're just up that tree there. Yeah, up I here think they're still up there somewhere. Yeah. Come on, down, Come on. Come on, Danny, come. come on, boy. That's our yeah. The mystery never seen again. Yeah. Around the back of Queen's Woods. That's funny because that's right there. Do, do you remember do, when we do, saw do, that beast? It's a really weird yeah. beast. <laughs> just found a uh, what looks like a fluorescent blue lead uh, <laughs> attached to a tree. Over. Over. <laughs> No idea. I cannot see the owner or the dog. Over. Tadpole the size of a human man. <laughs> we had a good laugh driving back the other day, didn't we? It was a long drive. Listening to the... Well, it was one of those long drives that got hysterical by yeah, virtue yeah. of the fact that we'd been spent all day driving out, going for a long run and then driving home again. We had a great moment. Caught we in rush hour traffic. Standing around in suburbia, just by the side of the road, just wandering around. Yeah. I bet those people's hyacinth <laughs> bouquets in every window going, what the hell are they doing? What are they doing? And the answer is, standing around talking rubbish. Yeah. Loitering, waiting to do a podcast. <laughs> and, and then driving, and then listening to the, the, the painful banter between Joe Wiley and Simon May, <laughs> which is definitely worth a listen to on Radio 2 Drive Time. Yeah. My goodness, they're hating it. I listened to it a bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Just nothing. Nothing it's not at all. not really rolling, is it? It's no vibe. No. A possiless mayo just swimming in an ocean of short links. <laughs> Wiley just doing what she always does. Because taking it in turns to read a list, that's <laughs> the same as a conversation, isn't but it? But he always looks for a... <laughs> He looks for a, a, a little word at the end of each one, in. just to, just to feel involved. But it's nowhere near the involved banter he was used to. <laughs> and Wiley just does what she does, which, to be fair, I've never quite worked out. Yeah. Although I know she's one for the musos. Yeah, yeah, and I, I totally accept that and respect. But I've never found her particularly engaging. Radio well, that's the thing. They both serve different purposes. He's a he's a kind of mine host, banter, yeah, talky talky guy with a gang. Well, there's no oh, getting no, around it. for the records. He he's, loves he's, the records. A, he's a comedic genius, isn't yeah, he? And, and she's me. What's your crack on and get to the next cool cut? Yeah, she's with a muse of six on on two. And so putting them together, it's they just cancel each other out. They do. She's thinking, what's this idiot doing? Trying to, what's this idiot doing with a horn next to me? Trying to make sound effects and get yeah. a posse together. It's a bit like, and, and he's thinking, what's what she doing? Knowing all this. About music, <laughs> it's like uh, if someone said, "Well, you know, tuna mayonnaise sandwich is delicious, and a honey and banana sandwich yeah. is delicious. So how about half and half? Yeah, let's stick them both together." Any tadpoles? Yeah, it's just, a giant uh, human man. Stopped off looking for tadpoles, over. Yeah, hearing yeah. and tongue to. I think they're doing a podcast, over. It's a side road in uh, Buckinghamshire, and yeah. Uh, yeah. one of them stretching, and one the other one seems to be stretching, pretending to be a policeman. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones. Talking to Vassos Alexander. I think they're doing a podcast, over. It's a podcast member doing another podcast, over. <laughs> <laughs> Cross-pollination, over. Podcast world, it's like a Russian doll. 
they love that. What a good-looking dog that is. Yeah. What a gorgeous-looking beast. I was going to ask lady if I could take a picture of a dog. Should we just turn left and do shot? Let's do it. I just realised that wasn't the best time to say what a gorgeous-looking beast as we ran past that one. She had headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> I think seems to be uh, gorgeous-looking beast. Calling women gorgeous-looking beast in the woods. Are they? The kids that live in the woods oh, again. Yeah. They've been here for months, haven't they? They're little hivers tabards, aren't that different to the to the leaves? They formed their own community. These yeah, yeah. Kids. I think that's the second generation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the adults come out and try and tempt them back into real life. Come on, we're come not on. coming. We're not going. That one, that one seems to have created fire. I like the way your prehistoric kid uh, seemed to be singing a uh, singing a. Uh, 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 they seem to have stopped by the slightly more involved tadpole pond. Over. Can I uh, admit that there aren't going to be any tadpoles? There's going to be no tadpoles, no. Aww. That's it. Accepted it over. Tadpole free. Entirely tadpole free. <laughs> we have established Queen's Woods. No tadpoles ever. Tadpoles extinct. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. See, there's a kid. There's a kid just just sat in a ditch having a dirty protest. All the others, are, all the others are waiting. He's just sitting in the ditch, just like an Eve's armchair. No, stand down here. I refuse to move. We have a stationary child sat in the ditch, Adam. You bring a new child removal. Funny little scene in the woods. Very hilly. Yeah. So, have you checked the instructions on your orthotics yet? I haven't, you know. I haven't had a look at it. I mean, I've got them. I need to do so. Yeah. But I've, I've been tending my hernia, which seems to have quietened down a bit. Yeah. I'm just feeling... But oh. it's funny how... When are you going to talk about it? Can you give me a heads up next yeah. time? <laughs> yeah. You realise that my entire <laughs> internal system clenches. Yeah. I know. I'm it's amazing how much running, more running, it can be the answer sometimes, can't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So just if you're feeling... A little bit lethargic and sluggish. 
like it's hard to get back into running. It's amazing how s- just simply running more yeah. clicks you back into it. That is often the case. Yeah. But you just got to be careful there's one time, that odd time when it isn't. Yeah, you know, like when yes. I went out with my cough and my cracked rib. Yeah. I want to get back out running. Yes. It's a big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, ultimately, if you we, listen we, to your body, yeah. you can, you can do, do, um, distinguish between the... The you know the, the aches and pains, the real the, aches and pains. Yeah, I always think it's like uh, you know as a bloke when you see when I see a pregnant woman, yeah, having a natural and quite old-fashioned instinct to go stop, sit down, yeah, don't do anything. Someone's yeah. Victorian. Whereas I think if you're a sensible pregnant woman, then you know exactly what you can and can't do, like really clearly. You know, you get that clarity and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, you might be the kind of person. Who's early pregnancy going for a gentle run or whatever? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna lug all the shopping. Or, you know, a bit of cage fighting. Yeah, a bit of cage fighting. Yeah. Um, you the know, a lot of trimester. Pre- yeah. A lot of pregnant gladiators in HMO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really just, to, I'm just gonna yeah. take the tigers on today. Yeah, the odd bungee Not jump. The other blokes. Yeah. Caving. Yeah. But then equally, you know, <laughs> the day comes when you're like, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna sit down. Yeah, I'm gonna put the bungee, so bungee cord away. <laughs> Tend to my pregnancy. <laughs> But I say it's an exa- advanced example of what the body can do. But generally, yes. you just know if you listen. To, if you do listen, you have to listen carefully to yourself. Yeah, I was. And, and I was. This is those big steps. This is great. I like and these. Get behind you. Get a picture. Of this. I like these big steps because you get to kind of. There he goes. That's good exercise. People do that, don't they? That sideways running. What's that called? See it's people messing about. <laughs> do you know this? I don't know. It's called being an idiot. I just wanted you to see these legs. Great legs. Check these pins out. He's got legs. He's got nice legs, over. Uh, running through the woods with nice legs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was at tra- training yesterday in terms of listening to your body. Yeah. This very fast young woman runner, about 22, Eight 800 metres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just broke her waters going into the final rep. <laughs> no, she, yeah. <laughs> Just sprinting away, and then about two intervals before the end, she said, I feel like my heart's going to burst through my chest. <laughs> and it's like... But, it, but at the same time, she knew and it wasn't... The weird thing it, is that it was the right from, kind of pain. She's yeah. from Wales, isn't she? Yeah, so the fact Wales. that that voice came on. I feel like my heart. My heart. My heart's bursting from my chest there. <laughs> but she was fine. She was just... A, it amazes me how hard we're flying up this hill. How hard real middle distance runners can push themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, we push ourselves over the long haul. Yeah. But I've been training with, like, 800-meter lads. And halfway through the session, they've had to stop because they can't see anymore. Yeah. Do you know, do you know that, 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 that real... I couldn't... That real... See, I just wouldn't be doing that. No, no, well, I can't do it. I'm not fit enough to no, do no. that, and I can't do it. But they're pushing themselves so much into anaerobic... And that's not listening, that's not listening to your body. No, see, that's... Really? But that's, that's a different level of commitment to getting fast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking these reps are a bit sharp. Yeah. And they're thinking, I can't physically see. Yeah, I get it that it's a perspective I have. I have that with all things in life. If it becomes kind of nightmarishly hard, I just think, no, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't last that long. And those guys really just want to get faster. Yeah. They're not like us. They're not running for fun. <laughs> they're getting fun by that. They're running to win. Yeah, they want to win. They want to win against reality. They want to win. Yeah, Irrespective of whether they can see or not. Yeah. But well, we just had a nice gentle one today. Got a bit of a sweat on. Yeah. I'm running the truck session out of my legs. 
Nice and loosey goosey. Any special? Oh, you said you're going to go to Parkrun tomorrow. I'll Quite see if I, I'll see if I get any residual tightness. But I'm looking at Hackney. Yeah, I'm thinking of having a go at Hackney. Hackney Cottage. Yeah. Let's have a go at that. Run with the hipsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. What would Race to the Stones be called if it was in Shoreditch? Race to the uh, Avocado. Yeah. The stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Race of Glory. Race to the smashed avocado. <laughs> Drizzled in olive oil with sprinkles of paprika. Oh, hungry. Um, I, uh, I just tried out a new recipe the other day. Oh, yeah. Can I lay it on you? Yeah, do it, mate. Go it's for this it. bread. It's uh, like a Mediterranean bread. Yeah. Called the uh, soccer. Yeah. Like, you know, like in films when Americans talk about football. Yeah. Oh, he's a really good soccer player, me. Craig Fairbrass and Cliffhanger. Yeah. Soccer. <laughs> oh, I don't Saka. call it soccer. I Saka. never would call it football. But the producers insisted. So, yeah, so, and they said, I read this recipe. My yeah. wife sent it to me on Facebook and they said, enjoy this. You know, just out of the oven with a crisp glass of rosé. Right. I was like, num, 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 num. So I went to the kitchen. Yeah. And I just drifted into it because it was very, it was brilliantly non-specific, this recipe. Right. So a bit of this, a bit of that. Yeah. And uh, twice I've cooked it now. Both times just first thing in the morning because I was in the kitchen sorting the kids out anyway. Yeah. And then with a view to us kind of having it for a couple of days or eating it later, we're just eating it. Oh, no, it's gone. Eating it straight away. <laughs> Sign of a good dish, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. This can't wait, and I have to eat it. Yeah. So what's so, the ingredients, and what's the story? Well, it's a, it's a vegan batter yeah. made of chickpea flour. See, in that sentence there, I can just imagine people thinking, Chickpea flour? There. That's not flour, that's chickpeas. Who told that's you my flour and it's chickpeas? But I mean, as has been made clear to me, I'm not a nutritionist. Right. <laughs> Are you claiming to be a nutritionist? <laughs> but as a sports nutritionist, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, your chickpeas, they're a good protein. It's a good legume. Yes, yeah. So it's a nice energy-giving flatbread, right? Yeah. Anyway, very easy. Half and half water and gram flour, which is chickpea flour, right? Yeah. Uh, you can do it with any amount, but I'm doing it with 250 mil or one cup Right. Half and half, stick them in a little bowl with a couple of tablespoons of olive oil. Right. And a good pinch of salt. Yeah. And then you whisk that up. But if it's a bit lumpy, it doesn't matter. It won't be lumpy in the end. Okay. It's not like, uh, it hasn't got to be smooth. You're just mixing it together. Right. And you stick the oven on really hot, like 230. Yeah. And you get it. uh, That's really hot. Really hot. I mean, watch out. Super hot. And then you you batten the flames in the kitchen back. (laughs) Wrap yourself in a kind of blanket. Call an ambulance. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) While screaming, soccer, soccer. So the two tricks are to let the batter rest and get the oven really hot. Yeah. So you've got half an hour here where you can do that, you know. Stick the oven on for ages and let the batter sit on the side for half an hour. And then you heat a pan. You need a, a pan that's quite wide, like a little oven pan, because it's going to be quite thin. You don't want it to be too thick in the bottom of the pan. Right. Get some oil in there. Yeah. In fact, I haven't tried this, but it might be an idea to do it on greaseproof paper. Okay. So I find it sticks a little bit. But anyway, get oil in there and get it really hot. Yeah. Before you put the stuff in. And then, basically, you're cooking it pretty fiercely. It's hard to burn it. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Even at those high temperatures, you just get a little kind of crispy edge and it's great. But, um, yeah, so you chuck it in there and I... Uh, 
and then uh, put it in the oven for maybe 20 minutes. Check that it's not sort of overdoing, but I haven't overdone one yet. It really takes some fierce cooking. But get it out. Yeah. Drizzle some more olive oil on the top. It's quite, quite a lot of olive oil. Yeah, there. drizzle. Yeah. yeah. Good crunch of salt. Here's a clever bit. Zatar. Right. It's a Mediterranean herb mix. Like it. It's like a oh, yeah, mixed herbs, but it's... A, oh, yeah, we've got some zatar. Yeah, do you have any zatar in the back of the cupboard? Yeah, you'll have a little look. <laughs> Ta-da! Podcaster using a zatar. Podcast referring to exotic herbs and spices. <laughs> May not be available in most uh, grocers. Over. Crunch of salt. Yeah. Zatar all over the top. Yeah. And then another five minutes. Get it out. Cut it into little cheese straw strips. It's really good. And then just scoff it all. Yeah. It's yeah. quite breakfasty, see? Yeah. You have that. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah, a little ramekin of baked beans. You've Maybe well some there. avocado. Smash it. Smash your avocado. You've done well there, mate. Smash Ooh. that. I'm telling you. That's Smash gonna be, it. It's going to be once a week, that stuff. Yeah. I'm going to try that and make it good. with some... Uh, pretend you could do it with real cheese. Well, let's spin some cheese on for the last five minutes. This is all... Gathering force for the running commentary recipe book. Oh, yeah. Which is going to be huge. Yeah, that's right. If not this Christmas, next Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be huge, though, is it? It's going to be about eight pages. Yeah. <laughs> Just the eight recipes. That pamphlet is now yeah. available. <laughs> They're calling, the, calling it a recipe book, but it is, in essence, a uh, pamphlet over. over. You're packaged as a book over. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're going to go and do that. You're going to break 20 in the morning. Do you think that's feasible from here? Uh, After this week's running, it depends how I how I feel. It'll be a good training run just to do anyway. Yes. And I've got this thousand meter race next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is going to be huge. So it's all about that. Anyway. Really. It'll be how you feel. It's all about that. Yeah. yeah. It's all about trying to beat three and a half minutes for. It's also meters. interesting in life the way we use terminology, isn't it? Because thousand meters. That's a kilometre any other day of the week. Yeah, it's a kilometre, it? yeah. But when so you've got a fashion kilo. Yeah, yeah. But it's a thousand metres. It's a One km. thousand. It's a km. It's two and a half laps around the track. Yeah. So it's something or nothing, but it can be pretty tiring if you really lag in it. Funny enough, I loved... I, when you talk about middle distance and two and a half times down around the track, I don't, exactly as we say, yeah. I'm so not an athlete. But when I glimpsed my future of being more into running than I thought it would be when I was a teenager. Yeah. I used to love that, just that little bit of distance. Yes. I could never, I had fast enough to sort of hold my own over 100, 200 metres. Yes. But, you know, I wouldn't win or anything. Yeah, I would yeah, just be, be surprising people by not walking at the back. Yes, yeah, yeah. But 800 metres. That's that a nice little distance. distance. I just yeah. had some natural stamina. Yeah. And I, I could get past all those people who totally dropped off. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is all in the context of being a chubby, silly guy who got picked last for everything. You know? Yeah, that's great. So Absolutely. there was this kind of surprise bubble of running always there waiting to be popped. Yeah, that's what it gave you, didn't it? Yeah. And 800 is a great distance. It is, yeah. It's, there's something very, I mean, we were saying this last year with the Golden Stag. It's something, and Parkrun starts you into it. That sense of... It's short run, it'll be over in a minute, and you're pretty much running as fast as you can. Yeah. But equally, it is not a sprint. No, 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 you're no. You're still no. getting it out there and it's not, but it's, staying it's, with it. It's a different kind of intensity and pain to what we normally experience. Yeah. And it takes a while, a good while to get used to it. Yeah. Because it's really hard, but I don't know, it's just hard to really rinse yourself over that short time. The go- Apparently the golden stag is That's just a turn of phrase, isn't it? You're not going to take a sponge. No. There's going to be no actual sponging, but 
the Golden Stag is happening. Is it? So I'll find the date and yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, great. You. See whether you fancy it. Just for the day out. For me, a lot of it is it's like a return to sports day. Yeah, it just feels like sports. Or superstars, you know, Kevin yeah. Keegan on his bike. Yeah, just good fun. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Jacks. <laughs> Younger listeners, <laughs> yeah. don't know what the hell we're talking no, no, about. No. <sighs> Heroes. And the way everyone remembers the world's strongest man so fondly. Yeah. Some bad TV. Jeff Capes. Even these days when I'm doing a, uh, you know, doing a few weights yeah. out in the woods. Um, uh, I didn't. I think I missed you. It's close. There he is. Um, whenever I hold weights out like a, a sort of shoulder height to either side, right? I always imagine I'm Jeff Capes with two magnums of champagne. Yes. <laughs> Those days, old Jeffy. They're still doing it. The world's strongest man, aren't they? Hey, no one's bothered anymore. Hello. <laughs> Good to see you. That was Mick from Men in Coats. Oh yes. Hi, mate. They came first yeah, to Hackney right. Empire when I came second. All right. Yeah. Back to the year 2000 and uh, 2000 and bloody years ago, it was it? Yes. 2001. I remember Manning Coates. Yeah. Still going strong, in fact. Are they? Should have stopped and chatted about it. But of course, you're running, with, you're running with you're running with the winner of Hackney Empire New Arts of the Year. Nine, what, not, yeah. 1992. <laughs> Mine was 2001. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Were there any other... So oh, you won man. it. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. It's not a big thing. <laughs> it's no biggie. It's no biggie. Oh, nice gig there at the Empire. Oh, it was beautiful, yeah. Really we should go are. back because I was in for a big show. Yeah, I'm sure we can sell that out. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Down at the Empire. What a great room. Who was in your final then? Not many people. I think I was the year just before Ardlo Hanlon popped over. Yeah. Did very well. It's people like Nick Wilty and Martin Davis. Yep. Just old. Just old school, you know. I was just going to instantly quote Martin Davis. I realised no swearing on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty much his The sweariest man in shape. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Simon Pegg was a finalist in Hackney Empire as well. Was he really? Crouch End Superstar. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think there was anyone else. Big my year. My, my year for being ridiculous, the, uh, you know, everyone went on to do stuff. Yeah. It was the same year with the BBC final. Right. Me and Jared Christmas and, uh, Russell Howard. So it was quite Alan a car. So it was quite a packed Justin year. Morehouse, yeah. Yeah. But that gig, the BBC gig, was a horrible gig. Everyone had a terrible gig. Right. People who would say, oh, yeah, so and so, he's, he's, the he's best, really good. He's fantastic. Yeah, not that night. Really? That night we all broke oh, on the wheel of a thankless show. What of a bad room sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. And a BBC floor manager who managed to say, okay, we're going to be filming just a few minutes. Just going to take a moment to suck all the joy out of the room. Oh, God. It was great. One of those guys. Yeah. So should we go up here and keep running to the door and I'll, I'll give you a fuck. All right. This is us leaving the incredibly green. We will have to come back every couple of weeks and see the difference, you know, because it's, it's just changing all the time. Yeah, it's beautiful. Watch out for those little birds. Um, I cycled back down the park and walk after seeing you the other day. Oh, yeah. It's not as good. No. I mean, at that speed. It's a bit juddery. When a fly goes in your eye. Yeah. I thought I'd got rid of it as well, and I went looking it's dangerous. in the mirror later, and it's still in there, right. swinging around. And, uh, yeah, then I shake your teeth, doesn't it? 
and you feel guilty because there's people running and walking and walking dogs. It's nice to cycle, but you're the problem, you know, you're yes. the biggest, pointiest, fastest. It's not built for you, really, is it? No. Yeah. And particularly going home. Yeah. As you said before, you've got a slight downhill there. So it's so easy to get pretty fast. So you're legging it. By the way, do you remember I was saying the other day about Kevin, who did the Hackney Half in Two Bang On? Yeah. As I was coming to see you that day, he said hello to me. Did <laughs> and he? I didn't know it was him. I was cycling up. And so I went, Arr! and I went, Arr! Arr! so that was Kevin. He's done well there. Thank you, Kevin. He should be enjoying his tour. And then in a final chapter of Local Pal Kevin's Adventures, he ob- observed amusingly that in uh, Finsbury Park they've got a big festival to get everyone outside yes they're building loads of stuff to make Finsbury Park a lot more like it's being inside or right. <laughs> <laughs> they're basically filling How Finsbury Park with temporary buildings oh look at that wisteria oh it's nearly done I've got to get it it's nearly finished though very nice Woo! he went on Honeymoon to Italy. Yeah. Fantastic wisteria in the villa, gardens of the Villa Cimbroni in Ravello. Nice. And we came out and we just all starry-eyed and loved up. And there were some wisteria petals on the pavement. As, as, we, as we came out, we saw some other people coming in and saying, oh, no, the petals are on the pavement. We think the wisteria might have finished. <laughs> and we knew that it hadn't. <laughs> and then knowing that these people were going to go around the corner and go, oh, it's very special. Wisteria hysteria. That was lovely. That was a really nice run. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Give us a shout. Get in touch. Tell us what you're up to. We're all, we always get back. Always get we back. We will always get back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, we look at these dates. We've got them on. We're going to be running kilometres and miles. Yes. Maybe not 60 miles. We'll look into it. Keep in touch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.